Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. So... Team, we are back with another episode, and today we have a very fantastic guest. We have Becky, who is joining us all the way from York, and I just want to share with you how much she's grown, what she's achieved, and all the wonderful things she's done. So, Becky, how are you feeling about this conversation we're about to have? (laughs) Good, I think. Good. You'll be absolutely fine. Don't worry. So, the main thing that I really want to articulate to everyone listening is the growth that Becky has shown, because when I say she's smashed it, she has absolutely crushed it. And that that is no word of a lie. She has gone above and beyond. But I think to help represent this, I want to go right back to square one and share with you just what she's done from day one. So Becky, you came with a friend to see me for personal training, just to get a little bit fitter. Can you just talk me through how you felt coming into it on day one, what your goals were, where your head was at, and what your struggles were and what you hoped to achieve, really? Yeah. Um, I think I came in probably May, I think it was 21. Some time ago. Some time ago with my friend. Um, and it was her that sort of said, like, you know, we obviously knew each other before um, anyway a little bit, but yeah. she was like, doing this new thing like I've sort of thought about it and you know we can go together instead of you know separately and it halves the, the worry a little bit about going away um and then I sort of ummed and out about it but I just started a new job and I thought you know what it's sort of time to take a little bit back from me now instead of just worrying about everything else let's just do something I've always said I wanted to do. So I've always said, like, oh, I'm going to get a personal trainer when time's right. And I thought, you know, after COVID, as everyone did, put a bit of weight on, started feeling a bit unhappy about myself and thought, well, probably no time like the present to just get on and do it. And obviously it did help that I was going in with one of my close friends that I could just relax a little bit more because it wasn't just me that you were potentially going to be watching and looking at and, you know, if I do anything wrong, laugh at. Um, I wouldn't do such a thing. And then <laughs> I think you would. <laughs> um, uh, but so we, I think we did it for a few, maybe a few months together. And then I think we could definitely tell like our sort of needs and wants were very different. So probably back then I was really focused on losing as much weight as I can. And this is what I want to do. And I didn't really know where I wanted to be because I'd never really been into the gym properly before and I'd never sort of thought about it. I think I just got sucked into the, I just need to lose a load of weight and then I'll feel better about myself, you know. Um, so my friend eventually stopped going and then I made the decision to actually, I've been really enjoying this. It's, I think then I was doing two nights a week with you um, for an hour and I was like, it just it something clicked of like I don't see it as exercise anymore I feel like I, I need to carry on um so I then made the decision to stay on with you solo 
and then never look back. <laughs> and then here we are, and here we are. And what a tale, and like you say, I think we had a good few months, at it, and you're right, everyone were just on different paths, but the path you were taking, you'd almost shifted from, shit, I need to go to the gym to lose weight, to almost, actually, this is part of a healthy lifestyle, part of my routine. And I just remember it so vividly, and we almost saw a new Becky come to light, and I think initially it's fair in saying, like everyone, you're probably going to come in a little bit nervous and a bit like, what on earth has this guy got for me? But as you grow through the process and you learn so much about yourself and what it is you want, I think you discovered that it was just as much of an internal need as, as an external. Is, is that fair in saying that it were actually good for your mind as well as for your body and how you wanted to feel as well as how you wanted to look? Yeah, definitely. Because I think, especially with my job, I've got quite a, a demanding job um, that probably looks at a lot of everyone else's needs rather than like mine. Um, so it just sort of can't have space in my life to be like, this is just an hour, you know, an hour or two a week where I can just focus on myself. And I started feeling like the, the physical life like benefits obviously like I was losing weight and I was you know sleeping better and everything that comes with it but then mentally like I just felt like I was more like aware of everything and like I was waking up in a better mood and you know I didn't feel sluggish anymore and I could just felt like I could tackle anything and then especially when you know we all have those blips of don't go to the gym for whatever reason like it instantly turned back around again and I think it was at that time sort of where I you know maybe slipped off or going on holidays or whatever so I didn't go to the gym that I sort of re truly realized how much of an impact it does have for me mentally. Yeah absolutely and I think that's so great to hear and and I think you've almost got embedded in your mind then that you're here for the long game and actually it's just part of your life your routine and it's not necessarily a quick fix. Like so many people think it is. It's you coming in and you're building the best Becky for life, which, dare I say, touch wood, we're on course to do because you are absolutely smashing it. So you've done all these amazing things. You came with a friend. We came in a little bit nervous and a bit like, what on earth's going on? We then went to one-on-one. -on -one. I think from memory, we did just about every day in the week at some point we shifted your sessions around but we almost made yeah. them a what I'd call a non-negotiable right right Becky we're going to come in twice a week and we're going to smash it and you did everything from early mornings to late nights and we saw the highs and lows but you're right when we look back at our long game and what we achieved we achieved so much and then one day Becky here we go you came in and dropped a bombshell that you're moving to York <laughs> Which yeah, I was like, day of your life. oh, <laughs> and it still haunts me to this day. It does because I obviously loved and still, of course, love our time together, our sessions. And I'll always say that with the people I work with, you know, this is far more than a client to trainer relationship. These are just two friends, and and we had such a good thing going, Becky. And then and then you pulled <laughs> it away from me. So talk to me about the transition now from you obviously living your best life, doing all this training to moving away and what was sort of going on and what stage you were at in your life is what I'm really asking. Yeah, I think, I mean, it came of a shock to sort of everyone because it was such a quick decision. And I was like, oh, by the way, I'm off. Yeah. Um, but 
I knew I still wanted to keep on with the gym because we got Tough Mudder booked in. So I was like, it's yeah. still... I'll, I'll come to that shortly, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know, it was sort of a scary time because I thought, well, now I'm going to have to step away from like you. Um, I think there was always that accountability of, if I don't rock up, Liam's going to be by himself sad for an hour, so yeah. I better show my face. <laughs> um, so I always had that of, you know, you might not feel like, you know, you can't be bothered to go to the gym. You've had a bad day at work. But I thought, well, you know what, I'm still, it almost was like, just going to go see a friend and do whatever he tells me to do. Well, <laughs> so that's, that's generally it, how it goes. That always it? to me sort of came with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think once I moved away, I then had the decision of how am I going to keep up with everything? Um, and I think at that point online, you wasn't doing it, were you? So it was. Well, a no, I don't think I was. I don't think it was something that was sort of on my radar at that moment in time. Um, but we then ended up going online, which here we are now to so this present day, which. I think just to look back at it again, you've gone again from coming with a friend to going to one-on-one to going online. So you've gone through all the motions, but I think if people can affiliate, actually, the growth with that, because, you know, you are still young, Becky, you know, you were, you've still got a lot of life to live is probably the best way of looking at this. And you were in quite a tricky job and then you almost worked your way up your job. And I think with you excelling in your job with you getting more confident in the gym everything in your life just elevated tenfold and I think as much as it paid me to for you to move to York and do all these things and not be able to see you twice a week I've got to take my hat off to you and be like wow Becky look how far you have really come and and I think you could give yourself a pat on the back for just actually that transition from going from something of nothing to an absolute inspiration to everyone and just thinking, well, look how far I can go if I just push myself in and out of the gym. Because I think, and shoot me down if I'm wrong, the confidence you gained from the gym and the backing and belief that you learned about yourself, then applied to your job and your wider life, let's say. And that gave you the platform to then grow. Is that fair in saying? Yeah, definitely. I think it sort of became a bit of a joke like between us of like if I thought I couldn't do something it was always just deadlift them away like <laughs> you know because and I think because we'd like done so much in the gym of where I surprised myself and like probably surprised a lot of people when I started it and because I did keep it quite quiet in my personal life that I was doing like going to the gym and stuff but then that sort of was the first confidence of me being like no actually I do have a personal trainer I'm doing this I'm doing this and I didn't feel the need to be like oh it's because I want to lose weight it then swapped into it's just making me feel better about myself like you said I'm more confident at work because I don't know just am like cannot really you know work out the balance between the two but it definitely has made me feel like well you know, I've done X, Y, and Z, so why can't I do this? And just gives me a bit of a boost to be like, yeah, you can. And, you know, we've got such a nice group of people behind us that if I'm ever like, I'm unsure about this, someone's always got an experience similar. Oh, absolutely. And I think just to go back to what you were saying, that you can't really put your finger on what happened. It just happened. 
I almost think subconsciously you planted a bit of a seed and every minor thing that we potentially did. So whether it was, okay, Becky, you can lift that heavier weight, whether, okay, no, we can do this run, whether you can just keep showing up consistently. All of these little do's that you've been doing were then almost that little acceleration, that one step further forward to be like, actually, I'm becoming a better me. And then before you know it, you look back and think, bloody hell, look how far I've come. And I think that then applied to your job massively. And like say, if we had to sum it up, confidence, which is obviously then where the confidence project came into it. So I had clearly been missing you for far too long. And we got in touch <laughs> and said, look, Becky, I am transitioning well, from... Starbucks. <laughs> no, we went to Starbucks and we had a latte and we said, look, I'm going from Liam Swales Personal Training to the Confidence Project and full transparency. I didn't have a clue how it would look. I just knew there was um, scope for you to come back on board, not necessarily face-to-face, but online, and it could work. But obviously, I guess I were round two at the whole shebang of it. Um, how did that make you feel, going online? Because I guess that's a little bit of a different... Um, way of going about things really isn't it i mean for anyone listening can you just explain any differences that you might have felt or any apprehension maybe or just your general thoughts and feelings to going online as opposed to working together face to face yeah i think when you first said it and it was very much like a and i think i can remember you being like you're the first person to really know about this like outside of everyone the chosen um, one. yeah <laughs> um and i can remember you being like I don't know how it's going to work I don't know if it's going to you know and it was probably a big risk for you um and I could see that but equally I was like well it's done all right everything else so um we'll get through it of course we do (laughs) um but I think probably I think it took me about a day to come back to you to be like with my answer because I was like I I don't know um denied a bit but I think my main worry was it's not going to be the same and it definitely isn't the same as like coming in to see you at like your private gym to like what we do now but I think my worry was like well am I going to be paying for something that you know that I know benefits me in terms of going and seeing you two times a week whatever time it is in the day to then having to I mean you've gone from one extreme to the other really haven't you yeah and I think it was just that, like, is it going to still work? Because a lot more of the pressure was on me rather than me just showing, like, all I had to do when I was in person was show up and we'd do some. If I was like, I'm not feeling this today, we'd always come up with a plan of, you know, we're going to do something. Whereas now it's a lot more on me of making sure I get up and I drive to the gym and I, you know, do a proper workout. So I think was that sort of worry of do do I have what it takes to push myself rather than I know you'll push me but like you're not there (laughs) anymore I think that was the main worry of like is it going to be worth it um and equally just a bit of you know how you explained it I was a bit like well you know like you said I am all the way in York and you guys are all in Murfield I didn't want to be sort of like left out (laughs) of like different stuff and still paying for it but not necessarily getting the full team feeling if that makes sense no you're right you're absolutely right and obviously i really appreciate your transparency and at the time of um coming up with the confidence project back in june last year 
like I say, I was absolutely clueless and I would share that with anyone. It was, this is what I'm rebranding to. Don't ask me how it's going to go because I could not tell you how it's going to look. And I think since June last year, since we had that conversation, or it might have even been May, then we met and we, we had a chat. And like I say, yes, the conference project is face-to-face. I work with predominantly people face-to-face, but we do have online clients. We have three online clients as it currently stands. But Becky, you are the front runner, the one that spearheads the online. You were the first one there, like I say, the first one that actually discussed with you, <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. And I think it's been one hell of a transition this year alone, really. But thinking back to May of how far you have just come, because like you said, the ball's in your court, really. You could show up to me for an appointment once, twice, three times a week, whatever it's going to be, and it's done for you. It's almost spoon-fed. Look, Becky, this is what we're going to do. Da, 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 and it goes on, and we grow like that. But when that's taken away, you've got to really step up. So to press you for an answer, would you say that since May-ish last year, you have stepped up? And if so, why? Uh, yeah, I think I have, actually. I think that there's been blips and, you know, trials, but... You know, I think that happens if you're in person or online. Oh, absolutely. I, everyone has blips, so, myself included. We, um, know, we, we are riding yeah. a roller coaster and we just have to hold on through the highs and lows. Yeah, but I feel like it's definitely made me probably, I don't know, value it a little bit more of like, actually, I'm the one that's doing this. Like, yes, Liam sends me the programme every month and like, this is what you've got to do. But it's actually now turning into me being like, well, I need to train three times a week, but I've got this, this and this to do this week as well. And it's sort of now becoming a bit more of, again, like that lifestyle change of, well, I can't do it tonight, so I'll have to fit it in this morning. And it's not seen as a massive burden anymore than what it probably was when I first started. Well, you're right. I I think it can almost feel like a chore at times, can't it? And if you're not feeling it, then you're just not feeling it, are you, for whatever reason? But I guess if we have an appointment booked in, it's almost like, yeah. oh, I best show up regardless. <laughs> Which you've almost got to make them appointments with yourself now and put yourself first. But rather than branding this, the gym and work out with a stigma of I can't be bothered, I genuinely feel like you have gone for that approach of, but what if I go and what if I can feel that a little bit better? It doesn't even matter what, you really do in the gym sometimes. It's just a case of can you show up? So I would say that discipline that you would have potentially lacked before, before you've sort of grown and gone through these things, you've embraced so much and that you are now going to the gym consistently. You are now eating the right foods on a regular basis. You have a great balance between that sort of work and social side and things. And and I think everything's ticking so well. So you're right to have reservations about the confidence project because I did too. You know, I didn't have a clue where it was going. And we're thinking back to May and June and, and just what was going on with it all. Over those months, can you describe how you have grown through the confidence project growing? Yeah, I think especially we introduced obviously the, the group chat on it through with December. Um, yeah, I think at the, the back of last year, we, we brought a group chat in, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, and I think that definitely 
like probably to me has been the key thing that's really really helped me as like an online client it means sort of that distance has been shortened a little bit um and I just think like especially seeing everyone else being like really not feeling it and you know I've put a few messages in there from time to time being like I really don't feel like going tonight I'm at work I'm getting the train home and I know I've got to go to the gym someone make me go and then there's like almost 15 however many people being like have you been to the gym have you been to the gym yet so I think that really really helps me and then equally like seeing everyone else's achievements and it's like well they can do it so why can't I do it and you know you've got that bit of community support of it's going to be all right and you've got it basically it is again we are here through the highs and lows we're here through the wins and the learning curves 100% I would say that's a big thing obviously from my point of view about the confidence project is that we have gone from a, a one hour PT appointment and everyone just staying in their own lane to actually bridging the gap between all these things and all these pieces of the puzzle um, through things like accountability, through creating that culture, through um, creating a community that you feel really part of. Because like you say, for you to be in York and we're based, you know, 40 minutes down the road or whatever it is, you can potentially feel a little bit distant. So would you say that that gap and that distance has been bridged as the as the months have gone on? Yeah, definitely. I think, like, I always was like, oh, I don't know if it's for me. And, like, we had the conversations of, like, using it. and But I think actually leaning into that sort of unknown of is this for me? And I know with the socials I was saying of, like, I don't know a numbing and in a lot. But I think just leaning into sort of the let's just give it a go. Like what, you know, you go once, you might not like it, it's fine. But for me, like that going once was like, you know, I need to keep doing this because it drives you almost a little bit more in it, your it, own goals. It does, you, you are absolutely right. And if you want to go further, you go together and, and that's the consensus there, really. Everything we do wants to be one movement. There is no hierarchy it is just a case of we are progressing together. And with that, of course, comes our socials and things like that, which I'm so glad to hear that you feel now very part of, and it's actually a key thing in your life. Um, and like I say, Becky, I think you can just be so proud of yourself for leaning into the process. So you've had it where you potentially haven't been leaning into the process as much, like I said, potentially through low periods. In fact, there was a time where you messaged me and said, look, this just isn't working. And yeah. <laughs> we've also done the other side of that sort of scale where we've absolutely smashed it. We've been leading into the process and you've just basically just crushed it. How can you compare <laughs> the two between leaning in and not leaning in? If you were sat on the fence, how can you tell which way to fall? I think it's just, you know, and you always say you get, get out of it what you put into it. And I think once I got that mindset of the only way this is going to actually work is if I give it time and give it some commitment and that sort of flicked switch in my head of like no one else is going to do this for you you know there are all these great people there's Liam there that knows what he's doing and stuff but don't ask him to add up but yeah, yeah Max is not my fault here. <laughs> um but I think it's that sort of thing of like I know that it works because we've got so many people that have done so well in the group and it's just a case of what can you put into it that you know if you want to see the big results you've got to put the big effort in 
Absolutely right. Your results are a mirror of the work that you've put in. And we really have put the work in, which brings me to your achievements, Becky. And like I said, the big thing for any anyone listening for this, I think what I really want you to know is Becky has grown so much as a person and her confidence radiates. In fact, she glows. That's how I'm going to describe Becky. She absolutely <laughs> glows and she does so well. And everything she's achieved has been amazing. But in our time together, Becky, can you yeah. just reel off any achievements, any wins that, that you've experienced in the Confidence Project, us working together, or equally out of the whole health and fitness realm and, and that you potentially can describe at work or, or anything like that, really? Oh, God. Um... <laughs> well, let's start with us together. Us together. What, yeah. what have you achieved? <laughs> Um, let's say over the last year in the confidence project, probably dropped a stone in weight. Um, and I think even with that, like the biggest achievement with that is I've done it without properly thinking about it. And it's not sort of it's you know it's a nice achievement, but it's not at the forefront anymore. I'm more about I want to get stronger and fitter rather than let's lose a load of weight. Um, so probably bit of a healthier relationship in that moment. yeah so you've built that healthy um, relationship with yourself really and you've almost not necessarily strayed away from the scales because it's always nice to look but so many people are very scale driven and yeah. like I say I don't think you are um I think you are very like you say headstrong in terms of I want to lift more in order to be stronger in order to feel better and things like that and I think that's always the big takeaway we are here for the long game and the scales don't necessarily reflect that. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Uh, Go on, give us another one. We did the tough, did the tough mudder. Fin- the managed mudder. to finish that. I knew that was Even coming. I, and, really and I, was, I, was, I was waiting for that because I think tough mudder was such a, how can we describe it? It almost captures everything that you've done because I'm sure you what I'm sharing. Uh, what, two, three kilometers in, you just said, I can't do it. I'm yeah. struggling. And, and we had a wobble, like everyone does in life. We all have wobbles. Like we say, we are riding the roller coaster through its highs and lows. But you came out on the other side of a 15-kilometer obstacle course, having completed it, having given your yeah. all. And I think that really translates to when times are tough, keep going, and you come out strong. Yeah. So really, yeah. you love Tough Mudder, didn't you? Because <laughs> you've done it. And, and you know, it's just, it's just an amazing day. But more importantly... Like I say, it just represents everything that you've stood for, your values and everything you've achieved. Yeah, no, 100%. It it was the, probably one of the best days like that I've had. And I did really enjoy it at the end. But yeah, then first couple of Ks, I was like, oh, Liam. It's so, it's so hard, isn't it? It is. But do you know what? I'm going to play this back to you and be like, you know what, Becky, you just remember what you said about Tough Mudder there. <laughs> you remember that you loved it. But again, it... It's not about tough mudder. It's about the bounce back ability. It's about the accepting and the knowing that you can do more and you only you can do it as much as we could have carried you around the obstacle course, for instance, if we needed to. <laughs> it's a case of you're the one that's going to have to pick yourself up. You're the one that's going to have to, you know, smash it effectively. And, yeah. and that's what you did. And, and it came with it, which is why I love doing tough mudder with clients. I love seeing them go through the, the trials and tribulations of it and everything that it comes with because these obstacles can really show character 
and there's 30 obstacles and and you showed your character 30 times over there which has just been absolutely incredible so you've done tough mudder we've dropped a stone but we know it's not even about the stone we know it's about actually you just being stronger and thinking of the long game give us one more becky make it three give us a hat trick um, hit my 115 kilogram deadlift last week and again you've beaten me through it there <laughs> So we call <laughs> Becky the deadlift queen. I've got to ask, and just, just out of curiosity, really, what is it about deadlifts that you enjoy so much? I think cause it was something that I'd never never done before and, like, never really, like, thought about myself, you know, being interested in weightlifting and free weights and stuff. That when you first sort of gave me it, I was like, hmm. Because I know it like, you know, it started blowing up everywhere, didn't it? Of like, this is the best way to do everything. So I was like, oh, is it just, you know, gonna be one of those fans sort of thing. Um, but I think it's just so like you can see your progression so quickly of like one week, I mean, last the week before I came into the gym with you and struggled to pick up hundred and I managed hundred and ten, but struggled and couldn't really pick up hundred and twelve. <laughs> Um and then straight away the week I think it was like three days later I just managed to pick up 115 as if it was nothing and I think you can so clearly with deadlift it and see you know how your food's helping you how just like that progressive overload like hits properly and I don't know it just is good you said it, you're, you're on the my job next now. Becky you've absolutely <laughs> said it through your progression across not only the weights and the strength aspect, but the consistency you need to show through your food. And, and you know, we always scream protein, but you have hit an adequate amount of protein consistently through staying hydrated and then through applying those traits that we've developed through your self-belief, your motivation, your positivity, your confidence, again, equates to a heavier deadlift and so much more, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. So if you are listening, just know you are listening to the deadlift queen and she's bloody <laughs> strong, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm sort of getting a bit worried that she's catching up with me. So I'm going to have to up my game because, Becky, I just take my hat off to you once again, time over. You just crush it. You absolutely crush it. And I think it's so good just seeing you. Yes, do your deadlifts, but just doing, just you, living your best life. And, and I think it's so important that, people can listen to this and think, you know what, well, Becky has gone from um, coming into the gym with a friend, struggling, yeah. of obviously what she was getting into, but maybe herself and what she wanted to do in life to having the courage and belief to step up to a career that she thrives in, to go into a mainstream gym by herself, to live in by herself, um, away from home, to doing all these things. And actually, this has just been a phenomenal few chapters in your life. And it's only getting better. So if I have to ask you what's still to come from your end and what do you still hope to achieve, what would it be? Um, deadlift more. Don't deadlift know more. what that's going to look like. There's just no numbers. You know it's just going to keep going. Half a ton. Roll <laughs> it on. catch you up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think just getting that stronger and fitter self. Um, and I think with time, that, as we said, like it's helped me get to where I am now in my career. Um, so I'm a bit like, well, you know, nothing's not achievable anymore. Um, I've got that mindset of I can do anything I can put my mind to. And, you know, I just 
think why not just attempt it and that's sort of the mindset I go in with like lifting all those heavy weights of just give it a try it doesn't matter if you can't pick it up so just start applying that to everyday you're right. life you're right I mean what's the worst that's going to happen well you can't pick it up or so what but what I love there is that we've focused on your past we've focused on where you are now we've focused on your goals and within these goals not once have you mentioned the scales or just wanting to shift a little bit of weight because it's not about that. Like you say, it's about you getting stronger. It's about you playing the long game. It's about you progressing in your career. It's about you continuing to perfect your craft and hone in on this confidence and use it to your advantage and, and live your best life across every piece of your puzzle. Now, from where I'm standing or sitting, I should say, Becky, <laughs> I don't look at you at this moment in time and say, oh, we need to work on this or this needs to happen. Like I say, I'm thinking, wow, she's smashing it. She is an example to all, an inspiration to me, to her at the Confidence Project, and just everyone in her life. So I think, Becky, what I'm really saying is well done. I think you're absolutely crushing it and living your best life. And if you disagree, you're wrong, quite simply. <laughs> I think that, that's how it's going to go down. So right. what is your best memory of the Confidence Project then? Because it's almost been a year uh, since the Confidence Project came to came to light and you have been here from day one. What's been your best memory? Oh. Is it an achievement? Oh, Is it a day out? Um, yeah, I think other than like obviously hitting the like because I did was like I want to get that 110 kilogram before we put it for your birthday, didn't we? Of like yes. I'm gonna lift this up. And mm -hmm. I did it a few weeks before and I was like, well <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday. Um, so I think besides from that, but I think generally like one of the best nights we've had is when we went um, bowling, but not bowling. Bowling, um, not bowling. Don't go to Roxy's yeah. in Leeds. <laughs> buggers, absolute buggers. Long story short, yeah. I booked it. I thought I booked it right. I doubted myself. They said you booked it for the wrong day. Lo and behold, they emailed back and said, no, you were right. We've got it wrong. And then the mess is around. But... We had a good night and that's what the Confidence Project is about. It's about, you know, finding the positives in life and, and just enjoying it for what it is and taking it one thing at a time. It doesn't really matter if we're bowling or we're deadlifting or whatever, but we're doing it together and we're smashing it. So I think that is a really, really fair answer, Becky. And I think, again, it's something you can be so proud of. So I want to speak now, you ready for this one, about your confidence. <laughs> and yeah. on a scale of one to ten where is your confidence currently across every part of your life every piece of your puzzle compared to day one when you walked in with a friend where would you say your confidence is i think sort of day one it was like very very low probably like two or three um, didn't you know didn't really like myself was very shy wouldn't have got into anything like this before without that sort of first initial push by my friend um whereas I think now we're probably a solid nine um, yeah. still a very big self-doubter but you know I can sort of talk myself out of it now I've got enough people to be telling me to stop it <laughs> well I like that and again I really appreciate the honesty and transparency because we all doubt ourselves and and I think if you say that you don't then you're fibbing a little bit really because you know, we'll, we'll all do it. But what I love that you've said there is that if you do doubt yourself, then you've now got the the know-how and the, the ability 
to pull yourself out of it and talk yourself through it. So just to push that button one further, why why do you feel like you can now talk yourself out of self-doubt and actually talk yourself into doing something that potentially fills you with doubt or anything along those lines? Um, Probably just even thinking about like, the whole you know when we had when I had that couple of months where I was like I, I don't think this is for me anymore and then seeing sort of like that change when I actually was like you know what and you was like give me two more months if we don't you know if you're still feeling like this then then we'll talk <laughs> um but I think I put my absolute everything into like into this process of like let's just give it two more months and see what it's like and I think that sort of stuck with me of if I just put everything I've got into something then you know what is the worst that's going to happen you've still done you know a pretty good job of it whatever it is and I think again like even with work you know I applied for a job that I probably wouldn't have even thought about like you know that's not anywhere near my level this and the other and I walked in and like just completely think the people that were interviewing knew me and they were like you were just a completely different person of like you know radiating confidence of I've got this so it's just a little chat and I think it's probably with this process because it's something that I've never done or never considered before I've sort of seen how the shift can happen if you just try something new. Wow you've left me speechless there I think that's absolutely phenomenal to hear you've you've absolutely crushed it and if anyone's going to take anything away from you and your story I I want it to be that I want it to be the fact that you can take this confidence and apply it to your wider life and just go in and smash it and when other people start taking note then it it means business really doesn't it I mean when I work with people I can tell them what they want to hear of course I can but sometimes it might not mean anything your parents might tell you but actually when you're going into a job and saying wow Becky you have crushed that. And then someone else starts noticing these changes. It's like a change for life. And I think it's really important that you embody that and you wear almost that heart on your sleeve and be like, this is me. This is what I've got. And this is what I've achieved. So again, thinking back to day one, Becky, to Becky now, Becky 2.0, confident Becky. <laughs> just how good is that? I mean, it's so good to hear. It's incredible. Yeah. And once again, you can be so proud of yourself and, we always call this episode client success and and you were someone I really wanted to bring on because it's been nothing but a success from start to finish. And yes, we've had our highs and lows, but you've rode it out so well and look at where you are now. So once again, Becky, be so proud of yourself. And um, you. I've only got one more question for you really. And if someone was sat on the fence about joining the confidence project, what would you say to them? based on your story and everything you've achieved? I'd probably just do that, just give it a go. Like, it is it is something that's going to change your life, but if you want to change it, then it's there to help. But, you know, just, just give it a go. Just give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? You'll just end up deadlifting <laughs> a shitload of weight, <laughs> going into a job that you never thought you'd go into. And just being your most confident self. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Try it. Try yeah. it for yourself. See what happens. <laughs> so, Becky, that's a wrap. Thank you so much. You're welcome. How did you find it? <laughs> Not as bad as I thought. <laughs> You're absolutely fine, aren't you? I think you've absolutely smashed it. I thank you 
implicitly for all your transparency, for everything you've given to our episode today and, and everything that goes with it. And I wish you a phenomenal day because you deserve it and go get after those deadlifts. <laughs> Will do. And there we have it, team. Another client success episode done and dusted. Thank you so much for listening, as always. It means the world. If you can take anything away from Becky's story and her growth, if anything resonates with you, then I would love to know because I know how good it feels when we can inspire and set an example. And I know Becky has done that for so many people within the Confidence Project and out of it already. So if you have listened to it and thought, you know what, that woman has inspired me to do X, Y, and Z or you know what, I can totally relate to her, then please let us know because it means the world to us. And of course, this podcast is always for you guys, the listeners. So it just means the world to me that you've tuned in and you've taken the time to listen. And like I say, if you've taken anything away from any previous episodes or in today's case, Becky's fantastic growth, transformation and progress, then please let us know. And thank you always for listening.